Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hello everyone, we're back today asking Mike and I has five questions. Mike and I just spoke about midlife crises. If you haven't listened to the episode, you should go back. It's really fun. I'm in the middle of figuring out whether I'm in a midlife crisis. Mike is originally from Germany, but has lived in Australia and France for most of her adult life and is now a digital nomad calling in from South Africa. She has two kids of 12 and 15 years old and is 41 years old herself. She's going to answer five questions about her 30s. What advice would you give yourself the night before you turn 30? I have to say, I couldn't really quite remember the day or, or the, the night before I turned 30, also because I never really celebrated my birthdays in a big manner, except for my 40th, which I made sure I celebrated three days in a row with all of my friends. That was amazing. But I would say this piece of advice is for my younger self in general, and that is make the relationship with yourself a priority before any other. I think this is so, so important. I know that these days we talk a lot about self-compassion and the importance of self-love and maybe even self-care and so forth. Back then, I think that wasn't so much a thing. I think a lot of this awareness about the importance of that has come. Um, so I would say make the relationship with yourself a priority before any other. Trust yourself. Don't dismiss your feelings. Also invest in yourself. I think a lot of the work I've done on myself later in my 30s and then also now my 40s, like working with a therapist or finding myself a therapist, working with a mentor, working with a coach. Those are all things that when I was younger, I always thought, you know, that's too much money or I shouldn't spend that money on myself. I think it's the best thing we can do for ourselves. I think you're absolutely right. I've done, I've invested in a couple of courses as well and trainings and it's never a waste of money is what I've yeah, discovered. Absolutely. At, at least not if you do your research well and you know what you're sort of buying into. All right. Question number two, what is the dumbest thing you've done in your thirties? Mm, look, I think probably like most of your guests previously, I, I always really try hard to live my life intentionally. So I don't even want to be hard on myself and now look back and go, that was really dumb because I know I always try my best. So 
hindsight is a sweet thing, right? And it's really easy in hindsight to say that was really dumb. However, <laughs> I suppose if I could go back in time, and we have to keep in mind that I had my kids when I was quite young. So I was in my mid-20s when I had my kids. So I already had two young kids in my 30s. And I would say, looking back, don't let work consume too much of your energy or that is I think what I'm probably the most unhappy about um, in terms of how I lived in my 30s I really let work consume too much of my energy and that meant that you know I was very busy at work for a lot of the time was working full-time in a sort of high stress job also traveling often for work and so forth and you know those office politics and all that kind of stuff I took it home I always took it all home so it's like when you go home it's a really good idea to find rituals and practices and skills and tools to really shut off from work I think I just tolerated that for way too long I think it's really important that you think about what is really most important to you and are you giving your energy in a way that is proportionate to that. I think setting up the rituals is a really good idea, especially because now Slack and emails, they just keep coming. So how do you let go of that when you come home so you can focus on your family? Well, I think that's probably the key that you you close a laptop, for example, or you find a ritual, um, probably something that's really good, something that completes your stress cycle. So maybe exercising, going for a walk, saying when you come home, you really go home and you set very clear boundaries around the times that even if you sort of come home earlier, you then say, well, I do need to do another hour later on, but keep it to that hour. Question number three, what is the biggest goal you have achieved in your 30s? Mm. I would say it's that I started to dare to live a life true to myself. And that meant that, first of all, I had to figure out what that was, but it also meant that I had to take risks at times and also go against the norm and answer a lot of questions or not that a lot of the people around me sort of posed. You know, the thing is that I said, you know, I had my kids relatively early and with my husband, we moved from Europe to Australia and we bought a house and we created this picture perfect life, right? I think I mentioned this to you as well. We literally had the white picket fence, uh, the golden retriever, two kids, everything was like perfect. But at some stage, I just understood that that wasn't for me. And, and so at some stage, we were always looking for an opportunity to maybe take the kids over to Europe to experience what it's like growing up in Europe or living in Europe which I loved as well and it's so different from as you know living in Australia um so yeah we took an opportunity at some stage to move to the south of France and then also started homeschooling the kids very spontaneously that wasn't planned um because of that I then started working for myself also that wasn't planned so I yeah we really started then crafting sort of what felt like the right life for us or for me as well and um and I think I'm very, very happy about that. And I'm very proud of myself for doing that because that wasn't always easy, sort of going a path that no one in my immediate circle had had walked before. And that also wasn't necessarily in line with what everybody else expected of me. It's very impressive. So good. Question number four, what was a realization you had in your 30s? I think this one is very much related to what I just said before. And that is that living a life consisting of a Monday to Friday, nine to five for the rest of my life was as appealing to me as sticking my head in the toilet and flushing. 
So that was a realization I had at some stage that, you know, coming home from work and then my husband comes home from work and here are the kitties. We pick them up from school and la di da. And I mean, you know, that's great. And I'm not complaining about anything. I had created that life. I, I wanted that. And we'd lived that for, for a number of years. But at some stage I said to my husband, is this it now? Is this what we're doing until we are, what, 60, 70, like a day over and over again and I just thought no way I am not doing that that is not what I want how boring so I think that was the biggest realization and then of course it's um, the crux sort of came also through when I finally understood the value of understanding my own values pardon the pun but that was such a core insight for me because I realized how important adventuring was to me and so once, and obviously, you know, a few other values, but, um, you know, then I could also look at overlaps between my values, my husband's values. And based on that, we then started creating completely different life, as you know, to the point where now we travel full time with the kids. Incredible. And then the final question, how did your life change in your 30s? Yeah, this one was a big one because I really had to think back and go, okay, what actually happened in my 30s? Sometimes I feel like it's all such a blur. And the first thing I thought of was oh yeah I've completed my PhD you know and I thought okay so I you know completed my PhD and I started an academic career but then the next thing that came to my mind was like oh that's right a couple of weeks before I submitted my PhD my back then um, at the time four-year-old was actually diagnosed with cancer so our life turned absolutely upside down um, it threw me out of work life for a year, apart from all of the other things that were, of course, going on. But all of that also meant, and he's fine now, I'm just saying for the listeners, everything is well. Um, but that also led to me questioning everything in my life again, from the relationships I have with any of the people around myself, who I give my energy and um, and time, what I was doing for work, whether I was living a life that felt true to myself and so forth. So because of all of that, I eventually started my own business and quit my job. It's also when we moved to France. It's when we dared to homeschool the children, which I never, ever in my wildest dreams would have even considered because, as you might know, in Germany, that's not even legal. So it's not that this was even something that was present in my thinking. And I'm not your typical stay-home mom. Never was. Hate staying home, arts and craft, and talking Google Gaga every day. But my kids were, of <laughs> course, already a little bit older. They could read and write and so forth. So we we then did that. And that freed up some time for us to travel as a family. Also in my 30s, we moved back to Australia for two years um, and focused on becoming geographically independent with our own work. And my husband then started working for himself. And then we geared up and planned the life we're living now, the life as digital nomads. The reason I am saying these things is not to toot my own horn, but to probably, well, say to you, Pete, thank you for making me reflect because I really appreciate that. To prompt your listeners to also do that if they don't do it already, to use these five questions for themselves and reflect on that. Because I think I also realized, again, something we we say quite often or hear every now and then is that we tend to underestimate how much we get done in a day, but we... Oh, we, we tend to overestimate how much we get done in a day, but we underestimate how much we get done in a year, let alone a decade. And I think really use that energy also to 
to fuel yourself, to let that fuel you to set some goals and go, okay, there is a decade ahead of me, hopefully. We, we never know, right? But hopefully there is a decade ahead of us right now. What are you going to do with that? You know, because we can achieve so much in a decade. So I really loved reflecting on that. Nice. I'm so happy about that. And yeah, it would be great for the listeners to think about what they want to achieve in the next decade and go through these five questions. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be nice. Tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on my website, which is theflourishingdoc.com. You can find me on my socials at theflourishingdoc. Um, and you can also connect with me on LinkedIn, which I love. You just have to somehow be able to spell my name properly with Dr. Michael Neuhaus. You can find that on my website, so, though, including the link. So just go look for me and, you, and you'll find me. <laughs> Your name will be in the footnote of the of the episode as well. So people can have a look there. Awesome. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, thank you for having me, Pete. This was so lovely. Really enjoyed it. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.